Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Halal Money Talk with Tokwe and Rashida, brought to you by MuslimFinanceLibrary.com, your Islamic finance encyclopedia. Um, on this um, episode of the Halal Money Talk, today we'll be talking about 10 investment mistakes you should avoid. Oh, hi. This is an interesting topic. I think I would have a lot of fun discussing this topic. So let's get to it. All right. So um, personally, um, I know that a lot of people make mistakes, avoidable mistakes um, in investing. And it's a very interesting topic. Yeah, actually. I can testify to that. I can absolutely testify to that. Mention like one or two investment mistakes that you think people should oh, avoid. First one, yeah. All right. I would mention one very important one that I see a lot of people make is not having an investment plan or strategy. I mean... I've seen people come to me and say, Talk, well, we have this, we, we want to grow our wealth over the next, say, five years. And then I ask them, what's the strategy? Yeah, like, what's your plan? What and, do you, how do you and want then I to see, do And it? then I see that, you know, it, what's funny is the blank stare. You know, when you tell, when you tell someone, what's your strategy? And they'll be like, uh, I don't found it. Yeah, like, uh, what's going on here? Am I supposed to have a strategy? Like, is it supposed to be like a curriculum no, to follow? So, <laughs> yeah, that's the funny one. But the truth is, you can't just invest your money. You should have a plan. For instance, say, my plan is to retire early. My investment strategy and plan will be different from someone that wants to retire in, say, 30, 40 years. You, you, you're, you're getting the point. So basically, when you want to go into an investment, you should first of all know what's your strategy, what's your plan, what's your aim. How do you... Um, aim to achieve what do you want to put together two plus two one plus one exactly so you should have that you don't just jump into investment without, without any plan or strategy so now you take the next one um i think one of the very big investment mistakes that i think um, a lot of, a lot of people make is not investing at all oh yeah <laughs> yeah you know I, I was reading something on was it facebook or instagram the other day and the person was saying I'd rather keep my money than put my money in scams. I know there's a, there are a lot of scams in Nigeria at the moment. However... And all over the world. And all over the world, actually. <laughs> Thank you for putting that in. But the truth is, should that stop you from investing? Nah, nah. I don't think so. Because if you're not investing, the problem with not investing is you're actually losing money or what do you think yeah you're losing money because your money you will not get your money to work for you it means that all the money you would earn and have you have to like work for it all by yourself and you then don't forget inflation for as well yes inflation is eating hard especially every nigerian at this every nigerian at this moment will understand i mean i've seen people that did not that are unlettered who tell you how inflation is in the country we know but if you're not saving or earning more money, it means you're actually losing money. Yeah, First so, of all, opportunity cost. And then the second one is losing money to inflation. So I think not investing at all is a very big one because your money is not working for you. You're working for money and your income is not increasing. We are in an inflation, naira devaluation, you know, different kinds of um, financial crisis here. Those who have money in investments... The, the nice ones their money will be able to like make more money for them to you know help with the whole inflation naira devaluation i, absolu I and, absolutely you know. agree with you so it's 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 a terrible one to not invest at all all right i think i'll take the next one then um i would say putting all your eggs in a basket now this is an age old adage that you don't put all your eggs in a basket, basket. Well, 
when we say this in the context of investments, I know what I mean, but I want to hear from you. What do you think it means? Yeah, I've heard people say, um, I'll put all my life savings in cryptocurrency. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, crypto, don't get us wrong. <laughs> crypto is a nice asset to have. I mean, there's a bit of um, debate if it's compliant or not. But let's even leave the debate on the side. Crypto is a nice um, asset to have. However, it is a highly risky asset. And you certainly don't want to be caught on the wrong side of the trade. So yeah. uh, that's one. You've mentioned crypto. Can you mention something else? Uh, it's the same thing like putting all your money in Sukuk or putting all your money in the stock market. Putting all your money in just one, you know, um, asset class or just one particular investment. Or let's say putting all your money in just one mm. stock. Oh, yeah, that's a terrible one. Because companies fail every time, yeah? Yes. Yeah. The stock market can, you know, you just crash. go into a bear yeah, and man. then you're losing everything you have. So. Yeah. And you know the worst thing is I've seen people put all their life savings in a Ponzi scheme. Oh! <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible one. You're not just... You know, when it's in the stock market, you know there's hope and you expect that the company should be good companies overall for you to be listed on the stock market it means you have some business model that makes sense however when you put all your money in, in one pon particular ponzi scheme, ponzi scheme is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we've seen that happen a lot too so um, we don't want our dear listeners ever getting into that stage by and large a lot of investment um assets make sense like stocks crypto Suku, real estate. I mean, there are gold, precious metals. However, even with that, you should never put all your eggs, all your investment, all your life savings on one asset class because experience has shown that it's either you're not making the most use of the um, of returns you could get, like someone putting all their money in Suku. You probably won't lose your capital, but the returns you make will be fairly low because it's low risk. But when you put all your money in crypto or stock, that's high risk. It means you could lose all your money. Yeah? Yes. All right. So I think oh, me and Rashida agree on this. So you do not put all your eggs in a basket. So would you want to take the next one? Yeah. Another thing is, um, you know, mixing emotions and investing. Mm. A lot of people do that, you know, mm. mix I think I think I'll leave you to explain this first. Um, maybe they are excited about a particular company or a particular program or a particular, you know, investment. And they are so excited that they can't, you know, see um, and look at it. Okay, does this um, investment make sense? Is the return sustainable? Um, you know. Oh, let me ask on this. Say someone comes to me and says, stop where... I have this investment that makes sense. It gives me returns. I've been cashing out every month and I get like 30% ROI every month. Uh, and then I jump at it. Is this what you mean by not mixing emotions? Yeah, with... you're excited about it. And, you know, you might not um, do your due diligence. Oh, okay. So not doing due dil diligence and just uh, jumping into it. Some people just invest it. in companies because, oh, they like the company. Oh, like, like yeah, I, I, absol I absolutely love Tesla. Hey, yeah, you love Tesla. <laughs> and you don't want to look at other things. <laughs> your love for Tesla is enough for, for you me to, to just make jump. the investment decision yeah, I, I, to put... I, 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 <laughs> I wrote it on my um, status, on WhatsApp status someday. I said, 
one company that I would actually absolutely invest in if, if they were to go public without thinking is Grammarly.com. And as some person hit onto me and says, isn't this wrong from a financial advisor? <laughs> and I'm like, so, yeah, I know it's wrong, but I absolutely love the company. It doesn't matter to me whether so, it, so it means that you'd actually invest in Grammarly uh, because of the excitement. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely like I absolutely like Grammarly. Even though their financials don't make sense. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, let's get to that. We'll get to that. I, I believe Grammarly would be compliant, and it's a stock that I. It's a. It's a company that I actually believe in what they're trying to do. Okay. But if even with that, even with that, that we should also fine. still do due diligence. Even if you believe in what their mission is and um, their vision, you should never skip the due diligence part. It is absolutely important. Don't be like top one on this one. All right. So <laughs> let me take the next one. Let me think. I would say not having any emergency savings. Hmm. I mean... Let me, let me, look, 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 like you locking up all your money in real estate. Without <laughs> having any savings. In illiquid assets. Oh, yeah, that's even more terrible. Like I mean, illiquid assets. I mean, you, can't, you can't sell a house overnight. Like. It's not. It, you don't flip a house. Let's say an emergency comes up. You don't have anything saved. I mean, yeah, having an emergency savings is more on the personal finance side, but we need to mention, I needed to mention it because if you don't have any emergency savings, say something just happened, life happens to everyone. Yeah. I mean, nobody plans to fall sick or nobody plans to be diagnosed with kidney, uh, kidney failure or renal diseases. Nobody plans for that. Uh, but it happens to anybody. It could happen to anybody. And imagine, imagine not having any emergency savings or... Um, just something happens, you lose your job. For example. Yeah, you, it happens. Nobody prays for such calamity to happen. Nobody prays for such afflictions to happen. But it's part of the ups and downs, the cycle of life. It happens to everyone. And let's say you lose your job. I mean, would that be just it? You'd be stopped? And then all your life savings is in real, real estate. estate. Oh, that would be terrible. So no matter what you do, absolutely having... An emergency savings. Yeah, I think it's a good out. thing for your investment because you'll be able to leave these investments to actually mature. Yeah, Say, yeah, that's another you important know, you know, point too. For example, you bought, you bought, you took all your money and you bought a land in, say, Lekki or Victoria Island. Or oh Italy yeah, or please something. do please mention Meitama in Abuja. As well. <laughs> I like Meitama. <laughs> and then an emergency comes up like two months after. You know, you, you, your investment in real estate, you want to leave it for years. For it to mature, yes, to, because that's to, how to actually to, to benefit from it. To be able to have it. a lot of returns. And you have an emergency. How do you want to, like, do it? You would have to look for a way to sell off the land immediately. And then make and a loss. And you can't sell it in pieces. It's not possible. You have to sell them Unlike all. stocks. You can't, you can't just sell one or two I mean, shares. Even if it's stocks. Imagine it's a down a bear market yeah, and an emergency comes you, you, on. You'll, you'll be, be selling at a loss. Sell at a loss. So yeah, having an emergency saving, it, don't look. It's yeah, it's personal finance, but I think it should be part of every investment strategy and every investment plan. Yeah. Right? So um, another thing is um, frequent trading. Oh, a lot of people so this go is into another the mistake too. And yeah. do that, you know. Like you trade too frequently. Every day. I mean, if you want to. There is a, there one, is a thing, one thing, one thing though. You know, a lot of people don't know that they lose a lot of money to commissions. Yeah, yeah, that's money. true. People, they just look at the um, the returns they could make, the scraping, you know, just chasing the alpha. 
I trying to uh, just scrape off a few profit here and there, not realizing that that frequent trading, in addition to the commission you'd pay, you could actually not be benefiting from the most powerful thing about investing, which is compound, compound returns, returns, compound growth. They call it compound interest. Well, you know, I'll call it compound returns. I call it compound returns. That's the most powerful thing when it comes to investment. It is not the 50% you make this year. It is not the 30% you made last year. It is actually the 50% you made, 30% you made last year compounding over and the 50% you made this year, which will now be made next year. You, you get the point. So that compound growth is actually what, that's the most powerful thing about investing. And once you're trading too frequently, you miss out on that. Also, you miss out on, you, you lose a lot of money to trading commissions and other things. And in addition, you don't build the patience that's required. And you I don't build the discipline that the is discipline required for, and the patience for successful that's, investing. Exactly. That is why, you know, one thing that I've learned, I've made some mistakes in the past myself, I've, and it taught me one lesson. Staying in the game for a long term is way more important than just going through a cycle of making ups a lot downs. of ups and downs. Yeah. That ups and down kills your money way faster than... Staying in, it for the long term. staying in it for the long term. Yeah, it might look like it's not growing, but imagine you staying in the game for like 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 15 years. I mean, that's powerful. All right, so we've talked about frequent trading. I will also mention over-diversifying. Yeah, I've heard people talk about buying um, up to 500 stocks. <laughs> I mean, wait, can you buy up to 500 stocks? <laughs> Yeah, you know, like all the stocks in the S&P 500. Oh, yeah, you, you <laughs> buy all of them. <laughs> and then... Oh, by the way, a side note, S&P 500 is um, it's called the Stock Market Index. Uh, index. It's a way to track. You know, you just track the, um, the average performance of, of the market. Of, of so the, the most US popular ones are S&P 500, FTSE 100 in the UK. The DJIA, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, 30 in the US. Yeah, and then Ruzel. there's uh, Ruzel, 3,000 for small caps. So just that's on the side note. So, so um, go on. It's not, it's not a nice investment strategy to over-diversify your portfolio, especially in stocks. You know, you, 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 you just you buy the good, the bad, the ugly, the rotten, and yeah. put everything. <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's like you're carrying a baggage of... Well, how about what you... Th you say we shouldn't buy too much. Then I should ask you, how about ETFs? Yeah, ETFs. You know, look look, look at it this way, yeah? Some people buy stocks, hundreds of them, and then buy like tens of ETFs. Put it together, you're over-diversifying that way. Okay. Because in the ETFs here, yeah, you have a lot of stocks already in that ETF. Okay. So imagine you're also buying hundreds of stocks... At the same time, when you put all your portfolio together, you'll be carrying too many stocks. Yeah, too many. So, so maybe on a side note, buying an ETF, one or two isn't bad. Yeah, at all. But when you now are selecting yourself, because ETFs has a way of like tracking the average performance of the market. Yeah, you might not make a lot of returns in the process, but at least you'll be sure that you're diversified well enough. However, when you now individually you're selecting the stocks yourself and you're selecting like a hundred, I mean, come on, you could or two hundred stocks. First of all, it's difficult to do due, to to actually do do due diligence on all these stocks, and at the same time, it's just hard to manage. Yeah, because, because when, especially when you want to rebalance, 
your portfolio. Yeah, it would be difficult to do. So I will take the next one. That all right? It says that says being too cautious or too aggressive. Hmm. Uh, do you want to say something about that, Rashida? Um, you know, some people are too scared to eat the frog. They are too scared to put their money in 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 the stock markets. And some people are, you know, they, they just want to put all their money in high risk, high reward. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, you know, I, 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 I met some people during the crypto frenzy early this, earlier this year. Uh, early in 2021, where people were making a thousand returns overnight. Hmm. So I had people rush into it, buying into the frenzy, buying into the madness, and eventually, <laughs> sometimes it's, uh, it crashes, but sometimes you might be lucky. It's the same thing that happened with the GameStop saga. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I you, you remember the GameStop yes, saga? Where <laughs> GameStop, a, a, a stock that is um, actually not performing very well, it's it was just pumped by some. Yeah, it was pumped by the Wall Street bets on um, a, a subreddit on Reddit. On Reddit. Um, and before we knew it, a lot of people, the stock was trading around between 30 to $80, I think. And all of a sudden, at the peak of it, it actually went all the way to $400, more than $400 per stock. Yeah, it was, that's, it was I mean, crazy within one. a space of two weeks, that's a lot of uh, pump and dump, we call yeah, it. Yeah, pump and dump. Um, and so they were... They, there were I'd, people that were aggressive actually on doing about, that. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's unfortunate. So I'd, I'd advise that you don't get too aggressive, you know, especially on high-risk um, assets like stocks, crypto. Do your due diligence, you know, research about the company, what they're doing, are they sustainable, check their financials. So ask if I, um, seek advice from financial advisors or investment advisors and, you know, don't be too cautious. Don't say, oh, I'm putting all my money in gold because uh, I can keep the gold. At least I, I, I have oh, yeah, this possession. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you're being too cautious. You don't want to take um, risks at all. You, you, you're you being too protective of your money and you, you might lose out on, um, on potential rewards. Uh, returns that you could have earned. Yeah. Yes, yes, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you on that one. So another thing is, you know, you, you're not investing according to your circumstance. Mm. <laughs> you want to explain this? Of course. Like you're, you're a 70-year-old. Oh. You're retired. <laughs> and now you've collected your pension, a large um, chunk of it. And... Some person just comes to you. Oh, grandpa! Say, there, there, there is there is this investment. They give us thirty five percent monthly ROI. Oh, grandpa, you need to you need to key into this. You, you, fine, you were not rich when you were young, but, but this is you're your going opportunity. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good salesman. <laughs> you know, you are old now, and you you need to just take things easy because you don't have. You don't have a lot of years. Your life expectancy, it's, it's, it's not much again. And, you know, you have to just take things easy. Be careful where you put your money. You need to be more careful at that age. And, you know, there are some young people. Or Let's say you, 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 you put your um, next year's savings in crypto. Oh, <laughs> that's not a good You one. know, the money is meant for your rent or your child's school fees. And then you put it in crypto, hoping to cash out. You know, 
I, I told you about the thing. I, I told you about the one that I was reading. So I was reading a post, a news post by uh, Punch Nigeria. So they were detailing how an investment, uh, like a Ponzi scheme, made away with over was it twenty or two billion naira? I can't remember. Uh, which it's is. twenty billion. It's twenty billion. Thank you. So I was reading in the comments it's, section. It's in this agro. Yeah, I was reading one of the people, one of the victims actually. He wanted to pay for his school fees. Okay. So he put all his school fees saving, all his money saved for his tuition. He put them in the investment scheme. Mm. And he convinced his brother to put in 1.2 million naira in the scheme as well. Okay. So now he not only lost his own money, he also lost his brothers. His brothers. And this is a, this is money he needed for his situation. Yeah. So, if, if you're investing anything, look at it. When do you need this money back? Is it? Can you wait long term? If if you're putting money in stocks, then you should be ready to actually wait long, long term. term because and, and the one market, year is not anything long could enough. happen. Anything could, Any, yeah, anything yeah, that's one mistake many people do make. They think, they one, think year, one year is But like, in investment, no, one year. In fact, I'll argue that before you start saying something is long term, it has to be above five years. Of course. You should stay yeah. invested for five years, yes. So if your circumstances dictate that you need this money urgently or something, you or should... Or you need this money next six months yeah, for your house rent, for your certainly school not. You, you should, shouldn't put it in some particular yeah, type of investment. Yes, yes, especially... Yeah, you should not. You should not put it in some investment. Class, you shouldn't put it in stocks. Classes. You shouldn't put it in crypto. Oh. You shouldn't put it in real estate. Yeah, because real estate are illiquid. Very, yes. very. And then you should also be careful of some alternative investment um, vehicles too, like this agritech. And I mean, yeah, you could make back your money, but what if you lose it? All right, because and if it is something that is important, never invest in a, in in such a scheme. Never invest money you can't afford to lose, even mm. if the person, the organizer, is your brother. You should definitely not invest more. Yeah, than I, th I think uh, agri investments are high risk um, because you know there are a lot of things that could go wrong. Yeah, um, I agree diseases, with that. Diseases, flood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were we were having that discussion just before the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I a lot of things that. could go wrong. A lot with, of things could with, go wrong. Um, alternative investments like agriculture so you mm. have to like do your due diligence put money that you know that um if something happens to the farm for example a disease hits the animals um maybe at you. peak period when they're supposed to get sold and you know you won't feel too bad, bad about like yeah you'd you feel, feel bad, bad but you won't be the you 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 will not be at the mercy yes. of circumstances yeah, yeah exactly. that's that i think that's the, that's the way to look at it all right so uh yes i don't know if i were i'm to say that i saved the best we saved the best for the last uh because this would be the last one would mention but i'm not sure if we should say we saved the best for the last because this is actually a very i can't emphasize it enough doing your due diligence what do you I, I just start uh, say something on doing your due diligence yes you know um from this part of the world here in nigeria um you know i've worked with a lot of people women especially and one thing is clear a lot of investors don't do due diligence they don't research the companies they don't research the founders they don't you know check whether they are registered they don't check whether they are licensed they don't you know try to understand their business model try to understand the investment understand how they make money understand how they make profits people just 
people are so i don't know they just, I don't, they just I don't they are just lazy. Drunk. they are just ah yeah i think it's part laziness yeah i do agree with you it's part laziness because if you're going to put your life savings in a, in an investment you, you should at least exactly don't like, just take people on their word because people can be mistaken uh, and have some understanding. No, put yeah, your money where you don't understand what's part, going it's on. It's part laziness on their part, but sometimes it's actually a deliberate attempt by the investment salesman to confuse the people. But still, if you're, it's not the salesman's fault. It's your fault because if you're going to put your life savings in an investment, the least you could do to yourself is at least understand how they will make money. Because any business that comes to you and they flaunt to you thirty percent ROI per month. Thirty percent, forty-five percent per month. You should ask them how on earth do you want to make this sustainable? Yeah, sustainability and you know doing due diligence, researching. Do you know? I read I read something today, and the the person, someone wrote in the comment section of this particular blog on a popular Nigerian newspaper that um, I know this founder and and the accountant and they've been scamming people from their university days oh yeah i think i read that i think i read that you yeah. said they've been scamming people from their university days and i'm sure if you research these people's names maybe on ireland on google you find something you find some incriminating you find things. something like this guy has scammed me before yeah you find something like oh don't invest in this guy's company on this a, guy is a on, a, on a side note if you're in nigeria and you want to go into any investment, please go to Naira Land. Naira <laughs> Land is an amazing resource. You can't, like, you, you, anything you want, just type it there. Just type the name of the company or anything. You'll see it there and they'll tell you whether it's a scam or it's a Ponzi scheme yeah, or whatever it is. from their own personal experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So that's absolutely crucial, absolutely necessary. Uh, you can't do, like... Just do your due diligence. That's the least you owe yourself. You worked hard for this money. Sometimes you probably didn't have proper sleep to make this money. You shouldn't just throw it away. I mean, if you want to, if you want to throw it away, just give it, give it out as sodaka. At least you earn reward <laughs> and uh, your, your akhira will be better for it. Don't just throw it to one charlatan, to one scammer and, uh, that makes away with your money. You're not doing, you're doing yourself great disservice if you let this happen, okay? Do your due diligence. You cannot overdo your due diligence. But just re remember one thing. When you've made a decision, after you've done your due diligence, then you should rely on Allah. But don't just say you rely on Allah before doing your due diligence. It's, uh, it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't way. work that way. You do your work and then you rely on Allah. Yeah. Okay? Uh, uh, so we've come to the end of this um, episode yeah, uh, on the Halal Money it. Talk. Yeah. And um, inshallah... See you in the next episode. episode inshallah. Uh, just to put it, it's uh, it's absolutely a pleasure to have you. It's always a pleasure talking to you and yeah. sharing your yeah, thoughts with you. So, uh, see you next time. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.